the big question is this. How do pastors like us who remain focused on the mission of Jesus and serving our communities without being distracted by everything in the world around us, how do we increase our effectiveness while living a lifestyle that doesn't compromise our health, our families, or our personal relationships with Jesus? That's the question this podcast is going to answer. I'm Dr. Brandon Party Cooper, and welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Ministry Hackers Podcast. I hope you are all doing well, enjoying this beautiful fall weather. I'm not sure what it's like uh, in your neck of the woods. If you're in Colorado, I think you're getting some snow today, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it's about 55 degrees here, so wearing my sweatshirt. It's football week. Uh, NFL is kicking off this week. Chiefs are kicking off this week, so I'm excited. So I threw my sweatshirt on because it's cold, and I chose my Chiefs one because, well, it's always a good choice. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so today um, I was just thinking about we're coming into fall, and we're coming into um, holiday season. We were talking about um, me and my wife, we were talking to the boys this week um, about the holiday season is kind of right around the corner. You know, we have, um, for us and the family here, we do, um, we do apple picking in September. We do uh, pumpkin patch in October, then it's followed by Halloween. And then, uh, my middle son and I have the same birthday and then it's Thanksgiving and then is Christmas. And then my, um, oldest son's birthday, New Year's Eve, and then uh, mom's birthday is in February. So this kind of kicks off a six month round of um, just a lot of activities and holidays and everything else. And so it made me think about for all of us, we're coming into the fall and um, as the holiday seasons are kind of kicking off and, you know, obviously we're still trying to navigate the pandemic um, and what the restrictions are and all that. But a lot of uh, communities and areas, local areas are, planning their their events their um, holiday events what they're going to do what's that going to look like all of those things and so i thought today would be a good idea to talk about how to develop uh, virtual partnerships with your local businesses as a church you know a lot of times we can very easily get too introverted um, only worrying about our own events or worrying about our own calendar um, we have a tendency to, if we do reach out or get outside of our own uh, four walls, we have a tendency to partner with other churches or other nonprofits, but, um, which is all good. But I also think that we overlook sometimes partnering with local businesses. Local businesses are always looking to um, partner. And for them, you know, the bottom line for local business is always, you know, how to turn a profit and how to make money and how to get more customers and all of those things. Um, whereas for a church, you know, that's not really our focus and what we're really focused on. And so because there's that different in, difference in um, end game that a lot of times as churches, we don't think that we can partner with a business very well or that there's not really a mutual benefit there. But um, the fact that we are not profit oriented, um, the fact that we are service oriented makes us prime candidates to partner with local businesses. And quite honestly, most local businesses um, don't look to partner with churches because they don't feel like um, maybe the local church wants to. And so this is a great um, opportunity to, in this season, to, to serve our communities, not just on an individual basis or in a large event way, but to serve our communities in um, business to business, reaching out to local businesses, building that relationship, creating partnerships, and really kind of giving us um, exposure, a, a, um, relationship with business owners 
as well as, you know, their employees, their customers, just, uh, you know, looking at how do we make ourselves familiar in the community without people ever walking through our doors. Um, for those of you who have purchased or received the uh, Pastor Secret Blueprint, um, one of the experiences in there is the engaging experience. And the engagement experience, the focus of that is to make people familiar with our church before they ever walk into our door. So there's not such a, a weird transition of they walk in and they have no idea what to expect or who they are, who we are as a church or whatever. The idea is, is using social media and other online platforms and, and even other offline things, events and things like that to create familiarity with, um, with people in our communities before they ever walk into our church. So that when they walk into one of our services, the idea is that they're so familiar with us that they almost feel like they're just coming into home. They're coming into something they're used to, comfortable with, familiar with. And so there's not such a weird feeling out transition point um, for them. And so one of the ways we can do that is by building virtual relationships with businesses. And so I just want to give us, give, give all of us a few um, simple steps that each of us can do, regardless of how large your church or how small your church is, um, little things that you can do to build a partnership with local businesses um, and, uh, and, and reach more people and serve your community. And we're going to pull this again, straight from uh, the pastor's secret blueprint. Um, we're going to pull a page from that and just kind of go through it and look at it. So, you know, one of the things that you want to do when you start off is you first want to think about what businesses in my local area um, do I want to partner with? And usually there is, um, there's kind of two criteria. You, you either want to find someone, a business that aligns with you in mission. Um, so that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, they're selling a product that you, you know, you know, are really into or anything like that, but more that um, the mission of, or the goal of that business is focused more on service or, um, or, you know, helping the community or some, something like that in some way. Um, the other, uh, the other type of business you may want to look for, if it, if you can't find ones that are, there's a mission match, find ones who serve your, um, ideal, uh, demographic or, or your ideal, uh, your target audience that you're looking, uh, to reach in your church. Now, I know there's a lot of discussion about <clears throat> whether or not as churches, we should be uh, having a target audience. And I just want to speak into that just briefly because I think that yes, as a church, we should serve everybody, everybody that walks into our door. Um, we should be prepped and ready to serve them. And, and we shouldn't turn anyone away at the same time. The old adage, if you're for everyone, you're not really for anyone um, holds true because there are so many churches. I I'm assuming in your community, there are, you know, several churches that people can choose from the churches that choose to serve a specific demographic. Um, they are a lot more focused on mission. They're focused on, on the choices that they make. So they're not spreading themselves too thin and doing too many other things because they know, okay, if, if you're saying I want to serve, if your church is saying I want to serve young families in their twenties and thirties with small children, well, if that's your focus, then you're going to create programs and ministries and you're going to funnel energy and finances and all those things to focus on that group of people. Now, does that mean if, you know, a, a retired couple in their fifties or sixties come through your doors that you're going to be like, Oh, we're not for you. Absolutely not. You're going to serve them. You're going to, you know, you're going to um, love them and you're going to minister to them just as you should. But at the same time, 
you're trying to serve every possible group of, of people in your community, well, then you're going to spread yourself too thin. You're not going to serve any of them very well. <clears throat> and so what I would say is, is think about in your community. Now, you may be in a smaller community and, you know, you really can focus on everybody in the community. Then I would say, what things about your community um, are unique or, or um, specific or what maybe interest can you engage with with them um, that will draw them in? So again, so you're looking at a business that maybe targets that audience. So um, let's see, let's say I'm, you know, our church is looking to um, reach uh, business owners and entrepreneurs. And so what we might do is we might focus on um, partnering with, you know, maybe a, a local business club or um, focus on uh, partnering with a, another organization in the area that serves. Maybe, maybe you have somebody in your church who owns a computer repair shop or um, something like that, where you're serving um, businesses in the community. Or, uh, you know, we had a, a guy in our church who worked for a, a company that um, provided printers to many of the businesses. And so, you know, partnering with them um, would have been strategic if we were focused on businesses or entrepreneurs or something like that. Anyway, the point is, is find businesses that you feel like you can connect with, either that you connect with mission-wise or you connect with on serving the same demographic or types of people that you want to do. And so once you have identified those businesses, um, and I would say start with just a handful, two or three maybe. Um, go to your, whatever your social media outlet is, whatever platform you're using. So whether you're using Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever you're using. Um, number one, make sure that they're on that platform and then follow them. Um, and then once you follow them, start paying attention to um, what kind of posts they're putting out, what, what kind of uh you know, what kind of information are they putting out there? Um, and, and also think about not just businesses that you can follow, but also events. So for instance, in our area, um, we have a, we have a run that happens every July. It's huge in the area. Everybody in, in the city kind of pays attention once it comes around. And so, you know, maybe you can, can uh, partner with, you know, a local event instead of a local business, but find them on the, on the platform and then just start following them, paying attention to what they're posting. Now, this is where you start to build the relationship. So let's say at this point, you're following them, but they really don't know anything about your church or you as a pastor or anything like that. At this point, you start then to respond to their posts. You start to repost their posts. Um, you also start engaging with people inside of their posts. And so, you know, let's just use Facebook, for instance. You know, let's say we are partnering with a local hair salon. And, you know, they're putting out all these different posts and, um, and we're going on there as a church or as pastors, we're going on there and we're, um, you know, we followed the hair salon, we're watching their posts and we're engaging with people on there. Somebody, um, you know, posts, you know, a picture of um, maybe their hairstyle or maybe their, uh, the, their new nails that they just got done, whatever the case is. Um, you go on there and you you know, compliment them or ask a question about it or whatever the case is. And so just start to engage, not promoting your church or your ministry or an event, not, not jumping in that way, but jumping in, just, um, just connecting, just trying to ask questions and be, um, be inquisitive and curious. And cr again, creating a relationship with the people in that 
community, that business community, as well as the business itself. Um, and so you, again, so respond to the posts, repost them, um, engage with others and then champion their events. And so, you know, if that business or is, uh, promoting an event, take time to promote it with them. So if it's coming up, you know, maybe, maybe you don't officially promote it from inside the church on a Sunday morning, you know, but let's say, um, let's say that there is a, um, a local festival that's happening in, uh, in your community. And, um, and maybe there's an aspect of it that you want to promote specifically, or maybe it's just the event itself. And so as the event is coming up, you know, just start, you know, reposting or sharing or promoting itself saying, Hey, looking forward to such and such event coming up. Um, would love to see you there. Or, you know, are you going to this event? We'll be there. Hope to see you there. Something like that. Just, just trying to create some, uh, just some momentum, some energy, uh, getting behind whatever this business uh, is trying to do. And so at some point, if you're active, the business or the event will start to notice, Hey, this church or this pastor is really, you know, kind of jumping on board. And so, you know, over time they'll start to see that, especially if you're engaging, not just liking it or, or reposting it, but if you're engaging in conversation, asking questions, um, encouraging others in there, if you're starting to do that, then, um, then the, the, the business or the event will start to notice you and start to notice the efforts that you're going through um, will even start to engage with you on the platform itself. And so, and that's really what you're wanting to, you're wanting to get to the point where um, the, the administrator or moderator, or whoever's over that social media platform is um, for, for that business is communicating back to you and you're, you know, engaging them back and forth in a, in a relationship building way. Um, and so once that starts happening, then start thinking about how do I, or how do we as a church approach this local business or event? How do we approach them for an actual partnership? Um, and so let's say for example, um, you have a restaurant, um, in your area that, or a coffee house in your area that you really want to engage with a partner. You go through all these steps, you're reposting and engaging and asking questions. And you get to a point where you want to partner. Now you want to partner with them. Well, again, at this point, they're familiar enough with you and your church that it's not, it's not completely, uh, you're not a complete stranger. You don't go to them and say, Hey, I'm so-and-so with such and such church. And they're like, what church, who, who is that? Um, because you've engaged them so much on, on social media that they're like, Oh yeah, I know the church or I'm familiar with it or whatever. Um, at that point approach them. And so again, so let's say it's a restaurant in your local area. Um, and let's say that there is an event that, um, uh, that is happening, you know, in the area. So let's say, let's go back to, um, the bike ride that we have here. Every July, we have this huge bike ride that takes place in the, um, in the community. And so let's say as a church, we want to, um, hold a luncheon for the, um, for the officials after, uh, the event. So, you know, so we want to do that. We want to provide the food. We want to serve, our community, that, that group of people that are a part of the event. And so, you know, so we want to do it, but we don't want to make all the food. That doesn't make sense. Cause we're not, you know, we could make it in our kitchen if we still have one as a church, but you know, what, what would be better is if we foot the bill for it, but then we approach that local restaurant that we've built a relationship and say, Hey, we would love to partner with you to provide a meal for the officials of the event 
after the bike ride is over. And so, um, and so the officials, you know, and, and it's probably not gonna be a large group of people, um, you know, maybe 50 or so officials, they'll come to this event. Um, you'll invite them, they'll come, the, the restaurant will serve the food, um, the church, uh, volunteers or staff or whoever it is, will do the actual service and we'll serve them and, and bless them and, and, and all that. And now you have partnered with a local business to serve your community in a way that is mutually beneficial for everyone. Um, it's not just self-serving for you as a church. Um, it's not, you know, it's not really even um, something that, you know, you can hang your hat on and say, Hey, we as a church did this because you've now partnered successfully with another organization and you've done it together. And so, um, and so once you've done that, then, then maybe you can say, Hey, that worked really well. Why don't we do this once a year? And, and I think that would be the end goal. Um, if you could, as a church, if we each could have one event a year that we partnered with another local business, um, that way it'd be an anchor point in our year that would say, okay, every, so for us in that, in that scenario would be every July, we're going to partner with this restaurant and we're going to serve the officials of the bike ride after the, the, after the ride is over. And so every year we know that. And so that's, that's an ongoing partnership with that business. It's a, it's a growing relationship. So most likely, and hopefully if we do it right, you know, maybe the owners of the business will end up visiting our church at some point, the employees, um, maybe some of their customers, other people we engage online. Again, the goal is, is to make people familiar with who you are as a church before they ever walk through your doors. If they're familiar with your church, number one, it'll make it more likely for them to come. And number two, it will take that awkward edge off when people come. Um, you know, and for most of us, we know that, that the highest degree of success of bringing someone to church is if someone from our church um, invites them in. But here's the reality is that not everybody in your church is going to invite people. And depending on the culture of your church, of your church, maybe nobody will invite someone. I've, you know, been a part of churches where that's the case where, you know, the people in the church only engage with other people in the church and there's no real outside um, connection or relationship or whatever else. And so when you say, Hey, invite your friends uh, to church, well, they look around and they're like, well, all my friends are here and they don't invite people from work or anything like that. And so, you know, then as pastors, we get very frustrated because we're like, well, I'm asking my congregation to invite people, but they're not really doing it. And I'm not really sure what to do. Things like this, a virtual partnership with a business could be the starting point to creating momentum, um, getting people to walk through the doors without having anyone in our congregation um, inviting them in, which, you know, we want our congregation members to invite, but we also don't want to rely solely on that as the way uh, to grow our congregation and to reach people in the community. We, we as pastors need to find ways to do that ourselves. And so by doing this, by doing a partnership with local businesses or events, we allow that to happen with, with um, a relatively minimal amount of effort. Cause the reality is most of us are on social media at some level throughout our day, every day. And so if we just, you know, engage a little bit each day or, you know, we have a volunteer who does that for us, who we trust with the engagement and the um, communication, all those things um, that just allows us to create relationships, build relationships with people that are not in our church without relying on congregants to reach out to them. Um, it's very natural, especially now in the pandemic and, 
and social distancing and all those other things, it's, it's, a, it's an, a very natural, organic way to create relationships with people outside of our churches, get them familiar with who we are before they ever walk through their doors, which hopefully, again, will engage them um, to walk through our doors um, more likely. And so that's just a quick, uh, quick overview on what that would look like, how to create a virtual partnership with local businesses. And again, this is from the Pastor Secret Blueprint. Um, you can get it. Um, I'll post the link uh, here on the podcast for you so you can um, see that if you're interested in getting it. Um, but I just think in this new reality that we're in, we have to think of ways to engage our communities. Um, and a lot of times on social media, we think of that as like this large national or even global platform. And it is, it obviously is, but there are strategic things that we can do locally that reach people right across the street or right down the street or across town. It doesn't have to be this large global uh, national thing. It could be just a local way, a, a tool that we use to reach our local community. Um, and if any of us can learn to do that effectively, you know, we don't have to be subject to relying on the circumstances around us. We create our own realities by reaching people, engaging people, drawing them in and serving them, ministering to them, uh, making Jesus known to them. Um, but we have to engage them on a personal level at some point in order to do that. And so, so that's just a quick overview for you. Hope that was helpful. Hope that's something that um, you can tap into. If you have any questions, please reach out, comment below. I'll be happy to um, help in any way I can. And a great episode. Uh, hope you guys are doing great today. I'm excited for the fall, excited for football, excited for all the holidays and events that are coming up. For those who are wondering, I have not yet started listening to Christmas music, so, um, but it's quickly coming. So um, that'll be in the next few weeks, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, have a wonderful day, and I will see you in the next episode.